0: I'm Dr. Omar Khan.
1: I'm Dr. Shannon Gowland. I'm Dr. Tiffany Dursey. And welcome to Vet Sessions. Welcome back to Vet Sessions. I'm Dr. Shannon Gowland. Thanks for listening. Today, we have my friend, Dr. Shane Bateman here to talk to us. Hello, Shane, (laughs) to talk to us a little bit more about accessible veterinary care. So in our last episode, we got to know Dr. Bateman a little bit better. We heard about his uh, amazing journey to bring him where he is today um, and a few stories, which I loved. And so today, we're going to talk a little bit more about um, accessible veterinary care, Uh, talk about what it is, um, how people can get involved, why people should be concerned about it, um, and we'll go from there. So... Thank you for coming back. Thank you. And so I think uh, last time we left off kind of leading into our discussion about what exactly is accessible care. And um, I think a lot of us know what it is, but if you could just kind of briefly describe what it means to you, I think that would be great. Um, and then we'll go on with a few more questions.
0: Great. It's a complicated issue. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's wrapped up as we talked about a little bit last week, you know, in, in all of these implicit biases of our society about who people are and the roles they're supposed to have and what they're entitled to and they're not entitled to, right, there's yes. all of these myths and stereotypes and rules uh, of how our society is supposed to work. And I think for me, um, you know, I've always been inspired by the human-animal bond. I think we're, we're better when we have pets in our life. Absolutely. I've always believed that, but I think the research shows that now too. Yes. And uh, what we know is that um, for people who are experiencing poverty, people who are experiencing housing insecurity, who are homeless or at risk of homelessness, these are folks who often form uh, a very intense bond with an animal a pet it can be in some cases the only loving unconditional relationship they have with anything or anyone mm-hmm. and that relationship is pretty precious uh, that relationship keeps these people alive uh, yeah. in in many circumstances uh, our our clients have told us through research and through personal stories that they share with us how very important animals are in, in their lives and their existence, and the, the motivation that um, caring for an animal has. Uh, we understand that, you know, it's a factor in behavioral choices that people have about um, making choices about substance use, about um, criminal activity, and those kinds of things that often are. Consequences of the traumatic experiences, typically that people have had, that have um, often, through no fault of their own, put them into this vicious cycle of um, being unable to escape the the ravages and the challenges of of you know these kinds of experiences. Mm-hmm. You know, we we see that person on the street and we make up a story in our head about who they are and how they got there and how they don't feel like leaving that, right? That Mm -hmm. there's something that's keeping them there, which is so far from the truth in so many cases. Absolutely. And so for me, uh, this started as, you know, sure, I don't have anything to do next weekend. Okay, (laughs) I'll come and volunteer into much more of an advocacy and, you know... um, being addressing these kinds of things head on uh and and really trying to change the landscape in some way that that we can um address that so for for me this is a social justice issue along with many of the social justice issues that are colliding with our society these days Mm -hmm. the black lives matter the you know uh terrible legacy of uh, colonialism and the absolute travesties that have uh taken place uh, with uh, the indigenous peoples of this country and how we continue to uh, subjugate them to oppression and all of the ridiculously awful things that continue to exist in our society today and so you know uh those feel incredibly big and mm-hmm. oppressive for any one person to take on. They do. And so for me, this has evolved to be, this is what I can do. This mm-hmm. is what I do. I I can give my time. I can give my expertise. I can take students because they're captive <laughs> victims <laughs> uh, uh, of, of uh, the system at the moment. Uh, but I can also inspire them. Mm-hmm. I can give them opportunities to see this differently. And my hope is that, you know, you know, it's super exciting that OVC has, you know, an $11 million gift that really is going to be a legacy and change a lot of things. And, you know, that feels like an awful lot of money, but at the end of the day, it's really not very much to address this massive issue that is present in our society about, how resources are distributed Mm -hmm. and how we behave around distribution of those resources. Um, And so, you know, this is, this is something that I can do. And uh, I hope that by getting involved, it inspires students to see that, that it doesn't have to be, you know, a, a life's passion to, to, you know, Make yourself poor doing and giving things <laughs> back. It, does, yeah. it doesn't have to be that Mother Teresa moment. This can be, you know, it takes so many forms. It can be, you know what, I'm going to volunteer once a year for a weekend and go to support a community. Mm-hmm. It could be that, you know, I learned not to be afraid of people who are living on the street and that it's okay to go up and talk to them and ask them questions and that that stigma is now gone. It could be that, you know, somebody says, you know what, I, I have, you know, um, now bought into this practice i'm a partner and we're doing well we're making a lot of money i'd like to give back and say you know what let's do five spays or neuters or some give something else back to this community uh, on an annual basis so it could look like a lot of different things and i think that's the the kernel this is the secret sauce of the program that we're running <laughs> is that we uh can essentially um, do so much good by everyone lifting a little bit.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. You're right. I think it's really important to realize that it's not on the shoulders of one person, even yourself. No. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I think, I think that's a really important point for sure. And it's so great that students get to be exposed mm-hmm. to that situation and learn and, you know, it's an amazing opportunity for them. So yep. yeah, absolutely. So I I guess that comes into the bigger question too. I I know that everyone wants to know what can we do to help? Hmm. So how, how do we get involved? I mean, and not just as veterinarians, but also our amazing support staff, you know, our technicians, our clinic staff, um, you know, what, what can we do in general?
0: I think, you know, the biggest and most important thing that people can do is to dig deep, open their heart and open their mind. Um, mm-hmm. and the rest will happen yeah um, it's so important for us to uh, be vigilant constantly uh, in our own environments of, moments sayings uh you know being angry and flippantly saying something about someone that uh you know builds on those implicit biases and stereotypes and all of these oppressive things that we've learned over time and that are constantly reinforced by the media uh, and our society so if you have a chance to address those (laughs) That is a huge, huge thing, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, so that's the biggest thing. And you know, it's it's the first step, really, in in going down that road of you know beginning to make a difference. Learning, you know, if you don't know uh, about these kinds of issues, then you know, gosh, social media is like rife with these kinds of opportunities these days, um, you know. Uh, learning about decolonization, learning about indigenous peoples in our country uh, and the experiences that they have on a daily basis and and how they view the world and their existence, that's so important to position yourself in their shoes and experience the world from their perspective. These are truly gifts that uh, I think are so important for each of us to, to pursue Uh, And they certainly help with this work. So it doesn't mean that you have to volunteer, but Mm -hmm. if you're one of those people that is just part of the quiet army, that's not going to let that bad joke, you know, go unchallenged. Or um, for you to, to, you know, hear somebody joke about the client that just left in the lunchroom and take them aside and quietly, you know, ask them to reconsider their perspective. Those are so important moments that mm-hmm. help to shape the culture and help to make this change and this social justice, uh, you know, happen in quiet and progressive ways over, over time. Certainly if you, you know, want to give back, I think there are so many ways of doing that, whether it's giving time, money, energy, um, Giving your power and privilege to someone who doesn't have that opportunity uh, to experience that or to use your platform for a moment to, to share their um, perspectives on the world. Those are also incredibly important ways for us to make change. And finally, I think if you have the inclination and, and want to participate in these kinds of actual physical activities mm-hmm. than volunteering your time. It doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, I have to be a veterinary professional to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. We need volunteer drivers often. These, Absolutely. these folks live with... So many barriers in their lives to access uh, this kind of care. And so it's one of the logistical challenges, really, is to, you know, pop up a clinic in a space that's hopefully close to most of the folks that need us. But we still need to get people to us from, you know, distant locations where Mm -hmm. they don't have transportation or they're not allowed to take their dog on public transportation for those kinds of things. So there are so many you know, parts of this that you can get involved with without um, a whole lot of work. And, you know, I think most people who come get infected <laughs> and, and, and uh, you know, uh, hopefully will never become immune to these issues over time.
1: Absolutely. Well, I certainly found it eye-opening myself mm-hmm. and, and really genuinely enjoyable. You know, I, I really like what you said, though, about the moment-to-moment way we conduct ourselves, you know, mm-hmm. as, a, as a public-facing profession, sadly, it's really easy to judge our clients and, and equate, you know, um, ability to ride care with caring about the pet. Mm-hmm. And that's a really dangerous assumption to make. Hugely dangerous. Um, you know, and sometimes when people are struggling with something and they lash out or something like that, it's because they're dealing with so much that we don't know about. Mm-hmm. And so just taking that moment to It's such an (laughs) an incredible
0: um, wisdom that there is in being able to be in that moment in those situations and truly, you know, this is really what empathy, you, you know, the reality of empathy is that you can step out of your own experience and put yourself in someone else's shoes and just give them a break because you have no idea what their story is or how they come to that moment in their lives and yet we're constantly making up stories in our head of like who that person is or supposed to be and you know we're all actors in that ridiculous you know play that we continuously act out
1: it's hard not to do that for sure but you're right just having a moment-to-moment awareness of it will will make a difference in our own little corner and then hopefully that will spread
0: If that is a thousand and ten thousand, a hundred thousand, and then a million corners across this country, very quickly we make that critical tipping point to making substantive change.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that's wonderful. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. You said so many inspirational <laughs> things. I just, I really appreciate you and all the amazing work that you do and just the the legacy that you've set up of this amazing program. And I know our students are, are so appreciative for everything you do with outreach as well. So... Thank you so much for joining us. It's my pleasure,
0: Shannon. It's been uh, an honor to be here and to be participating in this uh, great initiative as well. So I hope it goes well and I wish all all of you all success.
1: Thank you very much. Thanks everyone for listening. Um, We're going to wrap up our session now. So um, please follow us on Instagram at Vet Sessions. And if you have a question for us or a great idea for a podcast, we definitely want to hear from you. So please email us at vetsessions at hotmail.com. Thanks. Take care.
0: Bye, everyone.